Welcome, fiends, to Handle a Whiskare, presented by the Slashing Cast Podcast Network. We are a horror movie podcast discussing the phobias that these films emphasize. I am your host, Emily Drunk, and with me tonight, as always, are my co-hosts, Hadley Hooch and John. And guys, here we are, smack dab in the middle of Aquaphobia. And, you know, tonight, really, uh, we have a full house tonight, much like in the movie that we will be reviewing later on, which was John's selection. So uh, why don't we introduce who we got here? Sure. Ladies first. Hi, everybody. Um, I'm Morticia Monroe. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> so, it's uh, it's been a busy time, night. So I'm excited to be here. Thank you for having me. And you really love horror movies? Love horror. Obsessed about it since I was a kid. Yes. And you would classify yourself as goth? Yeah, well, you know, an old, <laughs> old retired goth. Punk rock goth? Yeah. yeah. Always yeah. a goth. Yeah, once a goth, always a goth. <laughs> it's in there. It's in there. I love in it. the blood. Yeah, absolutely. And we also have one of my Twisted Tuesday regulars joining us tonight. So, Grindhouse, nice to see you. Nice to have you on, finally. Oh, thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, I, I kind of call myself the HPV of podcasting because <laughs> I'm kind of showing up everywhere. Uh, mm-hmm. You don't know you have me until you look down and go, oh, there he is. <laughs> um, yeah, so great to be here. Uh, this is going to be really fun. This is a really good uh, This is a really good film we're going to talk about, and I'm, I'm, I'm excited to, uh, to jaw jack about it. Absolutely. So for those that don't know, we've been doing aquaphobia throughout the entirety of June. This is going to be our first supersized phobia, which we'll be also doing throughout all of July. So uh, still an entire month of this to go. Uh, Each of us still having another pick after this. Uh, But just a couple of general podcast reminders on the watch party front. We've been streaming on Stream Lounge on Mondays and Thursdays uh, for watch parties. Uh, and, you know, Stream Launch is something that we've been using for a couple of months now. And uh, we just had our Screams of Pride event where we raised over $1,400 for the Trevor Project this past weekend, uh, which was a fantastic result, well over our goal. Uh, we actually had Lloyd Kaufman on for a screening of Poultry Guys for one of our screenings, which was fantastic. Uh, setup took a little bit of time, but, you know, we got Uncle Lloyd on the internet uh, after... You know, some dire attempts, uh, but we've been doing watch parties there for a while now, and throughout July, we'll be doing Christmas in July for Saturdays and Sundays throughout the month. So if you're looking to join us for any of those nights, feel free to reach out to me, and if you need any help getting set up on Stream Lounge, I will be sure to help you on that front. Uh, but, you know, outside of that, of course... You know, we've been talking Aquaphobia movies. Last week, we saw just how good a movie can be revolving around one individual gore gag in Aquaslash. Turns out it was a pretty mixed bag uh, for for a lot of us. But, you know, it's always interesting when we get sit down, discuss a movie, uh, and basically have the episode be just as long as the movie (laughs) itself. And, uh, you know, that was one of those movies that I still cackle about because the gore gag in itself absolutely fantastic but you know you got a, a lot of like the high school dramedy porkies aspects of the movie as well but tonight we have a little getaway so john why don't you go ahead and introduce what film we'll be discussing so i had to pick the beach as another movie that i was wanting to watch again that i had watched a while ago back i think when it probably initially came out and really liked it uh, deals with topics that I really like, which is sort of the 
unusual possibilities for different life forms that we're kind of discovering in these weird locations like volcanic vents under the ocean kind of thing and finding these really unusual new life forms which this movie kind of deals with there's actually a lot of discussion in the movie about those kinds of topics from the one character who is a biologist i think or something or that's along those lines college course and uh and has some good kind of psychedelic imagery just to kind of generally talk about it. I don't want to jump ahead too much. Uh, but yeah, no, and it's, it's a, it's a, it's a good movie. It, it, it kind of bears rewatching because it doesn't really, you know, explain everything to you, the sequence of events and what happens kind of, you have to sort of figure out what's happening as it's happening kind of movie, which is fun. So, yeah, I don't want to give too much away before we start. No, I really, I mean, uh, I enjoyed it too, but it's so interesting because it starts off, I mean, the pacing is great, it's fine, but, like, the just the setup of of the beach house, and it's kind of boring, and it's kind of awkward, and you're like, ugh, and then it picks up hard. <laughs> and so I um, I know I really enjoyed it as well. How about you, lady? What'd you think? Yeah, it, it did start out where I was a little bit distracted, and, and I do gauge movies by how much it can suck me in since I'm a little ADHD, and so I, I never really can focus on a movie unless it, it grabs me right away, right? Mm-hmm. So I have to try to invest myself in it, like give it a minute. So the awkwardness of them being, you know, at the house, and then randomly these strangers are staying there too, and they're all like, you know, yay, let's have dinner together, I thought was weird. I'm like, I would never, you know, I would have gotten a hotel, but like, whatever. Um, but then when it hits you hard, like Holly says, then you're like invested. What the hell's happening? Where are they going with this? The very first taste of it that you get, of course, is that uh, body of horror with the removing the the worm from the foot. Oh Lord, oh, sweet oh, Jesus! Oh. That was that was awesome. <laughs> My fiance couldn't watch. He actually wouldn't watch. What? No, nope. he turned away <laughs> like, like a little kid. Yeah, he was like. Hey. <laughs> He said, nope, I have bad dreams about worms, can't do it. And then I just was groaning and making sounds. And I <laughs> you gotta look at it. You gotta look. What about you guys? You guys love it? <laughs> Yeah, well, this is one that I had actually seen at Chattanooga Film Festival when they did, like, their online platform. So this was, like, after it debuted at Film Fest, or uh, Fantastic Fest, which is where it initially debuted. And, like, kind of, like, in between when it got picked up by Shudder, uh, exclusive, like, streaming-wise, uh, later in that year. Uh, so this is my first time watching it since then. And, you know, not, not often that I actually get to, like, re-review a show on the podcast. Because we kind of did, like, a roundup for CFF at the time, like, really early on. Uh, But I just remember, like, getting, like, seeing a lot of, like, the cosmic elements that are introduced in this. And uh, really enjoying the fact that her major is really tied well into the story. And what she's doing actually perfectly fits, like, who she is as a character and what she's studying. And, you know, outside of that, it's just the fact that I know a lot of people, at least a lot of the reviews really panned this movie and i didn't agree with a lot of things that they were saying i was looking at a lot of the reviews a lot of them were like one star reviews uh, when you're searching online which is fantastic which is really weird uh but you know obviously horror as a genre is very subjective and this is one of those movies that has really divided quite a few people interesting yeah i think i think john is right when he talks about the rewatch factor on this movie 
So I've watched it now three times. Um, once, probably six or eight weeks ago, it, it came up. Uh, like and it was like, oh, I'm not watching anything, so I'll watch it. And then I watched it last night with you guys. And then I watched it again tonight, just so I was semi-prepared for this and didn't make an wow. ass out of myself. And the interesting part was by the third watch, um, my notes and my ideas on the movie completely changed. And and some of the things that I that I thought the first time I saw it were happening um, to the last time I saw it. Um, it's very, very different. And I've, I've got some interesting notes and some things that we can talk about later, obviously. Um, but yeah, to say that this movie was panned by critics, um, I'm right there with you. I don't get it. I don't get it. It's, I will admit, I will admit that this movie is like getting on a roller coaster and you have to go up 75 miles <laughs> before you get over the hump. <laughs> and the hump, the hump doesn't feel all that long. And then you're off the ride and you're just like, what happened? But <laughs> The buildup, the buildup itself is, I think, worth it. Right. And the delivery, the delivery is so fast and so chaotic and it hits you so hard that it's a movie that I would get off or a ride that I would get off and I would get back in line and get on it again because it was that good. Yeah, definitely. I was, when I was rewatching it, one of the things that was sort of, interesting to me about the beginning of the movie before things kick off is the sort of weird choice in the story to have it be where the young couple goes to the house and there's an older couple already there and then there's this whole kind of awkward interaction and them hanging out together and I was thinking this is such an interesting weird choice because in a more typical movie this would have been too college couples who were all friends going to the place together and then this stuff happens but they chose to have this sort of awkward situation happen it was yeah an interesting choice i mean on the one hand it was it sort of uh was needed to have somebody there that was already there for a couple of days so that the effects of the sea monsters were <laughs> more progressed or and pronounced in them and then you know you can have that that difference but, uh, but yeah, like it made for like an awkward first, like 20 minutes where it's like, man, this vacation sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and like the couple's having like, you know, not a great time either. So it's like, and everything's gray and, and mayo. I don't know. I just thought a lot about mayonnaise. You know what I think they do that for though, is a good director is building up your emotions. Mm-hmm. So once you get into the awkwardness, you're already annoyed, right? Like this is awkward. <laughs> Then when they're fighting and you wonder why the girl's even with the guy who's kind of a dick, you know, like, yeah. why are they there together? Why is she with that guy? That intensified when she was trying to save him, you know, later. Like, right. in the, why does she keep trying to save him? Why are they with this weird older couple? <laughs> the lady's depressed. She starts to be on edge, like, immediately. And I think a good director builds up that weird emotion, yeah, right? Great. Because then when it gets scary and chaotic, you are, like you said, uh, you got off the ride and ended. You don't know what the fuck just happened. <laughs> and I want to do it again, though, and try it again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it had a very circle of life feel to it for me. Um, the, the one kid, Randall, is talking about, you know, what are we doing here? What's the point? Why do we go out and get a job and do this? And, and the other couple were sort of like, I, I got the vibe that like she probably had Alzheimer's or something like that. But then by the third time I watched it, I also got the vibe that there might have been something wrong with him, too. And that that their their beach weekend might have been their last weekend for the two of them, period. Um, 
So it was kind of, kind of coming full circle for me and watching it and just being like, like, I sort of, I understand the thought, like, what do we do all this for? What's the point? Um, and they kind of like, were like, like, here's the point. I mean, and the chaos that ensues is like almost a metaphor for life. Right. And it's just, that's what happens. Life is, life is chaos. Life is things that you can't predict and things that, things that are happening that you can't control. But the, I mean, the goal in the end is to just, is to get through it for as long as you can and make it as good as you can. Knowing that in the end, the end is the end. I have a question you know? about that because yeah. I've only seen it once. I just watched it about a day and a half ago. So it's fresh in my mind, but I need, I haven't watched it again. That makes me think if it, whatever, I would love to hear what everyone else thinks about the end because I wasn't sure about the end. I didn't love the end, but now that you have this idea about it being full circle, now looking at it in that lens, it makes a little more sense when she says, don't be afraid. It's just inevitable. Right, like, like don't be afraid. Now, that, that had a little bit of a different meaning now the way you said it. I'm thinking that we're all going to die from this, like, alien life force that we've inhaled or whatever. It could just be, a, you know, a but now that like, he's the afterlife. afterlife right? yeah. Maybe it's the afterlife for chaos in general. Yeah, and I don't want to jump ahead too much to the end yet either, but uh, I kind of felt like that was sort of the, like, uh, and, yeah, like, we got we to gotta work our way there. But, like, I feel like... <laughs> That ending thing was also her saying, don't be afraid, is that I feel like this was more like a, this was an event that was sort of triggering like a mutation slash evolution uh, in humans. And that she was basically transforming like everyone who gets sort of infected, or if you want to call it that, is sort of transforming into a new life form or like a altered life form. And she's sort of saying like, I felt like she was sort of saying, just go with it like this, like, and like what you were saying uh, about um, where it's just kind of like this life is chaos. Things are going to change and just kind of go with it. <laughs> and I don't want to, I, I feel like we always try to kind of go through an order with these movies, but like, I can't help jumping around a little bit, but in that <laughs> talking about that, like that's, I felt like very much like that, the guy, the older guy, the husband, Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, I agree also that it felt like there was something already wrong with their relationship, but that he really, like, transformed because he was the one who went and just basically went into the... Oh, that was a great scene, too. <laughs> just, like, slow and steady, loses the race. That's you know? a great shot. <laughs> but, oh, so yeah, that was a great back, scene. That was a great scene. Real quick. I, yeah, I agree. I, I think that the initial kind of weirdness and slowness is uh, the good kind of storytelling yeah. and directing where it's like we need to create some kind of conflict and interesting stuff to happen before the craziness breaks out so we can have this kind of unusual relationship between the old couple and right. the young couple. And it was a great setup, though. Uh, well, I don't know if anybody had anything else about that. But I, well, I, I mean, what better way to uh, break the tension than by having a bunch of chocolate edibles together? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, and so that's kind of the event. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say that it's, uh, you know, I was talking a little bit about, like, how, like, vanilla, the whole setup is. Not vanilla in terms of uh, the film, but vanilla in terms of, like, the couples and the, and the plates. But it's such a, it's such a great setup because the, they're, the, they're the front line, basically, because it's coming from the sea. And they're out there in the remote area, 
and it's it's uh, it's a luxury to be able to have this house. It's a luxury to spend you know these weekends there. But because of that, you know, they're the first ones to be infected, the first ones to be taken down. And uh, I, the film did such a really great way of isolating you or giving you a, a feeling of, of uh, despair and isolation. The, my favorite, one of my favorite ones was the water. Like at one point the water is infected and they're turning on the faucets and there is the ocean, the salt water, the faucets are gross and gunky and it's like there's no water. You, were, you will immediately just die from that. <laughs> And, uh, and then of course, later on, uh, there's the, the, oh, and, and then also you realize that they're, I think an hour away from a grocery store. Oh, yeah, right. mm -hmm. <clears throat> so they're very removed from, from, uh, from, uh, the next, I guess, you know, town and, and help. So I, you know, those, whenever you would hear those little things, like it just kind of hit kind of hard that it was like, Ooh, and now you can't drink water. <laughs> right. Yeah. They do a good, they do a good job of, of pinpointing the isolation factor mm -hmm. even though when they're on the beach you can see that they're on a very long beach and there's houses everywhere they somehow still capture the isolation and that's that's a really interesting thing to me how they um i think we were talking uh watching last night uh for twisted tuesday my my in-laws have a beach house on hood canal so it's like there's houses kind of everywhere but there is this isolation factor and they did a great job of, of, of capturing that and making you feel like, yes, even though there's a neighbor and they're right next door, mm -hmm. you're still sort of by yourself and you're alone. Um, and then the other piece of it that I was thinking about too, as I was watching it for the third time tonight is they sort of did a dichotomy of, I don't want to call it ageism exactly, but like, like Jake Weber's acting was so over the top. I almost feel like, that's how young people see old people oh, when they talk I love and they give opinions. Yeah. They're just like so loud and so in your face and so boisterous. And it's like, this is just how things have to be, <laughs> you know? And I just, it reminded me a little bit of the amusement park. I'm not sure if anybody's mm -hmm. seen the amusement yeah. park, but I, I got a little bit of that vibe from it. Um, so it was, it was just really interesting. Like how, and, and I don't know if it was on purpose or, but Jake Weber was so over the top where he was just like, well, who are our new friends? You know, and it's, I just, he was just so like, he was an octave above everybody else the whole time. The and there was something about that. That was, yeah. yeah, there was something about it. It was great though. It was just great. Like, and like he, he was really, he really stood out as just being like, here I am. I'm loud. I'm front. I'm focal. And you need to listen to me. But um, in the end, it's like, things are going to go bad and you might just want to hang on. So it's, yeah. I love what you said that it's like, Oh, what a young person might think a, an older person might say, which is hilarious. Cause well, we're there. And if, if a 20 year old were to ask me for any like advice, I'd be like, well, Oh, you dropped out of college for, for a year, a gap year. That sounds great. Don't forget to fuck around extra much. You know, like it's, you know, you're only young once <laughs> live it up. You're going to work yep. for the rest of your life. Yeah. Yep. Well, and there's a great, uh, uh, shot of him where the I think it's the young girl is talking to him and saying something like oh you know she's just kind of making um, she's making small talk with him and kind of being like oh like you must have like a great relationship with your wife he, she says something along those lines and he just kind of sits there and doesn't like he just kind of Ooh. stares ahead and then he's like yeah, and then he stands up and walks out of the room, and it's oh, just like yeah. so weird, yeah, and creepy. Like yeah, okay. he says he says sometimes when things change, yeah, yeah, you know, like and that's why I think 
that's honestly why I think she, the, um, the wife, I think her name is Jane. I think that's why I, I think Jane probably has something on the, on the, uh, on the, on par with Alzheimer's or something like that, where she's, she's starting to lose herself. But then there are some spots too. And that same spot you're talking about, John, where he stands up and he kind of walks towards the beach, but he, he stands up almost like he's 80, you know, and he's kind of like, Ugh. like, I almost wonder if there wasn't something going on with him too. He's in better and, than me. So it's, although yeah. I make those yeah. too when I get up there. But no, you're right. Well, so do I. So do I. <laughs> Some of those. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And then, so of course, they decide to take edibles. Which, incidentally, is actually a pretty good idea at the beach house. <laughs> yeah, if you're vacationing. Oh, sorry, just to go back a tiny bit about the isolation in the beach house. Another thing about those kinds of neighborhoods, by the way, is that- They're not communities, right? Right, they're not full-time communities. So a lot of times when you rent a place there and go there, like half the neighbors or more might not even be there. Or strangers too. Yeah, or strangers. And and I remember like, uh, I mean, these guys didn't pay for it, but when I was like younger and you know, my twenties and you got to go to a beach house, it was usually like off season. Mm -hmm. So yeah, every, Mm -hmm. nobody else was in the houses because Mm -hmm. that's when you could afford to go. So yeah, like it's, uh, even though there was, there was nobody walking around, there were no cars, there was no movement. Everything was super still. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was a really nice, uh, a nice piece of the puzzle there. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was strange. They talk about the mysterious dad, the dad that never shows up, mm. and, and you wonder. Mm. And he wasn't even there. He wasn't. But but what was his relationship with the couple? Like they were like, oh, we knew him a million years ago. Friends. You know what I mean? Though it wasn't like they, they were friends. It was. Friends with you, I almost thought at the beginning that they were crashing the joint. Yeah. Yeah. You get what I mean? Because <laughs> because there was no locks and no one's in the neighborhood and the dad hasn't been there for a million years, so they just were like, oh, we know your dad, whatever his name was. I don't think they'd seen him in a long time. I don't think they were really friends. I think they just were like, oh, he said we could stay here. Really, if the door was open and no one was there, they just lived there. That's kind of how I felt. That was a part of the tension, too, maybe. Yeah. That we were like, oh, yeah, why absolutely. are they, there? they supposed to be there? And then later she starts talking about, like, oh, I remember you when you were a little kid. But that's so That's big. a long time ago, too. Yeah, well, like, that's like 25 years ago. It initially well, was well, yeah, yeah, but for me. <laughs> like, but then she goes, yeah, but for me, they, they knew his name. They yeah, knew his exactly. name. And so I'm, they, I'm not sure they could have picked that one up. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, but having having uh, maybe that's true. That's true. That's up. But like I said, having having in laws with the beach house. If you go out to the beach house just randomly and not tell anybody, the odds are you might run into somebody that you don't know because it's actually happened to me. It's actually happened to me at my in laws beach house. So the funny part of that whole thing was like, okay, so they first meet this couple, and it was like. I've had this happen to me. So like for me, it actually made it all that more real. Like, I don't know you, but then it's like, well, we're here. So what else are we going to do? We might as well make dinner and we might as well have a glass of wine. And it's not, you know, and it's like, it's not a bad premise. I feel like that would be, you know, if they knew each other, that's not an uncommon premise mm -hmm. where it's like, you know what, let's make the best of it for tonight. Tomorrow we can wake up and see if we want to go somewhere else. So like, we can peace out, old people. I'm here, I'm, I'm here with my girl. You're I'm here to party. My, you're grandpa my style. Daddy says she has to go. That's are, right. Are there locks on the bedroom doors? <laughs> Bye, grandma. Not that zombies will abide. <laughs> oh, let's not get into that yet. Is, did they eat any seafood? I want to say that there was a bucket of oysters or clams oh, right. or something. He, yeah, there's oysters. He, he ate the oyster for yep. the first time. She was shucking right. oysters. He yep. like it. And it's just yep. like, that was another part of it too, when you see it at the second time and you know what's going on in the water. 
And, and to think like, you know, how easy it is for your food to become contaminated, even if you're out in, the, in nature. I mean, like we don't even think about it in our day-to-day lives. And these are, there's factories that make our food that are dirty or, you know, not, you know, not following regulations and whatnot. And, and you, and you kind of assume that a little bit, but you kind of turn a blind eye. But then when you think about nature, you expect everything to be nice and clean. But we've been fucking with that shit for a while now. There's no way that our fish are clean. Mm-hmm. We're still eating them, though. I still like fish. Yeah. I'm good. If I'm going, I'm just going to go down with the shit, guys. I'm going to continue to eat oysters. <laughs> but, I'm going to die. But it makes you think, right? Like, he's eating them, and you're like, oh, gross. Yeah. The slime oysters. And they're already slimy, so you wouldn't be able to tell. <laughs> well, just remember that in, in any food that you eat, there is an acceptable amount of rat shit. That's that true. Can go into it. There's an acceptable amount. <laughs> <laughs> not none, not none, an acceptable amount. <laughs> and bug parts. And bug parts, you know, yep. protein. Yep. Yeah, that's just extra protein. It's, it's good for It's bonus. Yeah, that's uh, what gives it the extra crunch. Yeah. But yeah. As, exactly. As we see in the very beginning of the movie, there's sort of an underground or undersea quake that sort of unleashes. Uh, that's that's such a common trope. I yeah, we saw that in piranha. the Piranha movie, which we just did. And was yep. the other one? And then the other Piranha movie. <laughs> <laughs> then the and other, the other, movie. other Piranha movie. Oh, well, it was the your movie, the deeper. No, with the drilling and the in the deep sea yeah, underwater. Actually, yeah, that was an undersea quake too. Yeah, underwater. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all about unleashing the beast. And uh, yeah, the. Can I ask a stupid question? Okay, so we watched the monster movies, and then we watched the gooey monster movie, like this one. Mm-hmm. Which would you rather deal with, the big monster like Thulu, or like the slimy jelly jellyfish monster that's just all over and gross? Big one, all over little one. Big one, it's all kind over of, little it's one. Kind of, <laughs> it's kind of six of one and half a dozen of the other. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> You're overrun by the little ones or stomped by the big one. <laughs> Although I think the little ones just want to incorporate you into the whole. So I don't know if that's a bigger misery or like a happiness, like in like, you know, Tetsuo. Hmm. Mm. Hmm. I think. Yeah, I go, I go with the little ones because in the end I can just get, I can get in my car and drive back to town and just not go in the water. <laughs> <laughs> to the mountains. <laughs> yeah. 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 Nope. No, thanks. water. <laughs> Exactly. Well, yeah, that, that yeah. is assuming you can actually like make it all the way through the dense fog of the town. Oh, uh, very true. Very true. Yeah, we are we are neglecting we are neglecting the mist esque uh, vibe that this movie that gives was, too. Yeah. There's fantastic. a little bit of a mist esque where they're like they've been struggling, and I don't know if we want to step ahead so much, but when they're struggling out of the house, and we'll go back and cover the the the, uh, the getting high and walking around the psychedelic forest, but. I had like that, that one little, that was such a classic and yet new, it was a, a really cool twist on an old trope where they get into calling for help. Don't breathe in the, the it's not mist. And you're like, dun, dun, yeah. dun. They've been breathing it this whole time. They're totally like, infected. Like it's definitely. Well, yeah, the, the radio operator said, it's not the fog. It's not the That's fog. That's what he said. It's oh. not the fog. And, it, that, and it's I like, well, if it's the, not the fog, what is it? <laughs> I love the, okay, it's the, the way fog. they. <laughs> the way that they the voice of the person oh, on the other yes. side of the radio and... like the static and the way they were sort of hip, sort of hypnotized sounding was great that yeah. they had clearly been infected yeah. themselves alright should we backtrack to the, yeah, the, party, the, the party scene mm-hmm. with, the, with the edibles and the uh, Jane going off into the psychedelic forest thinking that it's a normal thing to happen on fucking weed 
no, it's not, girl. Like, that was ridiculous. <laughs> you and I know that, and I don't do well on it. Well, yeah, like- my, my favorite is just like, well, how, how big of a piece should we really cut? Because I'm sure we've all had that experience with edibles in, <laughs> in our small. lifetime where you always start small with edibles because that shit sneaks up on you. Because <laughs> so uh, you take too much, you know, everything them. just goes haywire. Very much, yeah. I wouldn't have thought they would have gave the older couple who were acting like, oh, no, should we do it? Ah, crazy. We haven't done drugs mm-hmm. in a long time. So you'd think they would have gave them a tiny, like, microdose. But the way they showed it is they were, like tripping so hard that it wasn't the edibles right it was, no it was the illness the it was disease, or the yeah. illness or the invasion whatever and then you call at it. first they think it's like bioluminescence like wow have you ever seen bioluminescence here and then the way it just sort of like spread through the whole like not just on the lake all pretty but starting to trip everybody out now that yeah like, almost that was neat in yeah. the trees and yeah. everything and then i think you know everybody was sort of mad at the young dude because uh you know he's just hanging out listening to music having all the yeah, time just ready to take a nap yeah and then you know uh weber dude comes in he's like where's my wife she can't be alone and he's just like and there, there's a sort of like a slight tone of like this is your fault mm-hmm. and then the girlfriend comes in with a slight She's tone sick. of this is your fault it's like no it's not like this is exactly how every party goes <laughs> you know you get high and somebody's off there listening to music somebody's having a bad time somebody's feeling Someone's sick disappeared. somebody passes out and wakes up at seven o'clock in the morning you know someone's paranoid like he's like relax and just let the music <laughs> but I like that because it's like that's exactly. But then, is it his fault because he ignored all those signs for hours and it, just let them all fall apart when they were the almost signs, trying to ask him for help? True, but the the signs were so easy to mistake for just having a bad trip, or right. which incidentally, the, the 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 remedy for a bad trip is to either fall asleep or bear through it. So, like it was everything. I love that about that movie that it's so easy to you can see yourself in those shoes, you know, mm-hmm. where it's like. Who's going to assume that there's monsters from the deep coming for you? <laughs> I mean, I might now, but... Did anyone think it was weird when she woke up? Like, clearly they had passed out. And when we pass out, all of us, the audience, right, when it goes mm-hmm. dark, we have not found the wife. Mm-hmm. We don't know where the husband went. Right. And we know the boyfriend just fell asleep because he didn't give a shit and he was tripping or whatever. Right. So she's sick almost. Like, she's going to throw up. She's sweating. She, like, faints. Why are the lights still out? Or why are the lights out when they all wake up? I thought that was odd. Because if everyone's gone and tripping, and the lights would have been on all night to like the next day. Oh. So it was like someone went to bed and, 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 and like shut the lights off. And we all were like, good night. Like she passed out like face forward on the floor. Like all yeah. I would think I would check on that person. But then... That was just weird to me. I was like, if why are was... the lights not on? Yeah, like, the lights right. would still be on. The TV would be on. The radio would be on. Yeah, all the shit would be on. Yeah. Yeah. How long have you been asleep? Oh, the food would be out and half eaten. Yeah. So, but I mean, the only time that that happens is when like there's that one responsible person that's like, ooh, okay, mm-hmm. so let's put away the hummus. So who is that? The mo- Maybe it was the creature. Maybe. They were like, let's just all go to bed. <laughs> it was the oysters. Like Invasion of the Body Snatchers. You know, you yeah. fall asleep and it gives it more time to like, in- yeah, for sure. Well, yeah, or like, or, or like the thing, the 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 vibe from the thing oh. where you disappear for a couple hours, you disappear, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And it, like the the two older people definitely had periods of time where they disappeared mm-hmm. and then came back, and it was like, what's going on? Yeah, right? and it's like, I mean, I was just thinking I that. I, oh, I no, you should go first. Okay, um, I was just thinking that when that happens, though, when you come back after a few hours of being invaded, you come back as like already turned these guys still had to go through their zombie 
just pays. <laughs> Which, right? Yeah, that didn't happen until the next <laughs> that day. That didn't happen until the next day. So. They had already gone to bed even for a while. Well, well that's my question, though. That's my question. So when they when they disappeared, what were they going through? Were they going through like a really slow, it's like the creature gets in there, puts on some Barry White, and opens a glass of wine kind of stage? Or was it like a, you know, kind of a Texas Chainsaw Massacre slash deliverance phase. I don't I don't know because they didn't show us because he disappeared. Right? Well, it, it, it's pretty much shown as like the the mist or the fog has like this hypnosis quality to it that's like pulling them out essentially. Now what actually happens in there, you know, we don't really have a clear indicator. Yeah, I feel yeah. like the the creatures in this are microscopic basically well, and you're so and you're kind of inhaling them and they're going in through your ears and nose and it's a slow transformation you i feel know, like there's different times so because when she's on the beach foot. she has the, the the big goopy ones that are on the beach and then she steps on one and she gets the, the worm well the so the thing about the ones on the beach was that the first time i watched it i thought the things on the beach were like actual weird creatures like i think on the second viewing i think they're actually jellyfish I they're just they're regular jellyfish oh. but i think they're infected jellyfish oh. that have been taken over oh, by look the at you okay. and so oh interesting and so interesting thought okay steps, when she steps on one it it's like one. it's yeah. the sort of tentacle of a jellyfish but it's an under invented, the influence yeah it's controlled the by the agency. alien because it looks like a man of war. Those Portuguese man of wars mm -hmm. look just like that. So that's why. Yes. They just, yeah. Like they just washed up and they're very dangerous. Even if it was like dead, you're still not supposed to touch them. Mm -hmm. So that could be true okay. that if you did step on one and it impales you, you could get really sick. But if it's interesting, not the creature okay. Inside of it, now oh. it's transferring it at like so whatever's or like alien, mm -hmm. you know, there's something inside that now came mm -hmm. out of something. Okay, so whatever's whatever's happening in the water is happening to everything wow. in the water. Yeah, mm -hmm. and it's just and it's just somehow bring. I like, I like that. that I like oh. that. Do you think that this yeah. is like a an element of like you know uh, you know the nature's revenge you know kind of uh, mm -hmm. uh, idea where it's like you know yeah you should have taken yeah. care you should have taken care of the earth oh, now 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 you get the horns or like, yeah, how <laughs> because it's not an alien it's I think it's a subterraneous. I, I feel like it's almost more creature. like what uh, what Zombie Grindhouse was saying, where it's chaos. It's mm. there just happens to be this quake that just happens to release this thing, and now we're gonna deal with you know what happens as a result of this thing being unleashed. Because the girlfriend, remember, tells the 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 woman her whole theory about life on earth and how it just took this one thing. Right. Mm. So now that could be what, what's happening. Is she like, you know, remember she says it just takes this one thing and now we have this life form and that's how earth and humans and all the animals on earth were created. is just this one thing. So she had a whole speech about that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And how, if you just change one little thing so that you it. can and basically. That's Interesting. Yeah. So, like uh, almost like, we see some of these movies where whatever happens infects the people, but this is almost, it, it, I, I love John's point. It's like, it's, it's, it's infecting things at stages and everything, you know, everything that we encounter, because we've all been in the water and seen jellyfish. Okay. But what if the jellyfish is infected with whatever the thing is? So it's, it's almost like an evolution of the, of whatever the infection or the virus is as it comes up and we're just the next thing in line to get it. Mm -hmm. I like that. It's like yeah, every, like everyone in this movie 
is infected at a different rate and in a different way too over the course like of you know its lifespan. Yeah, so like in in Emily's case, she essentially because she gets you know the parasitic worm from the jellyfish, uh, which is basically just like in a way to like uh, infect predators. And, you know, if it gets removed, it basically is just coiling up, straightening out, and trying to find new hosts at that point in time. Uh, but it, it's basically like this direct link to the theory that ancient aquatic life, you know, it still lies at the darkest depths of the ocean at this point. And, you know, will eventually resurface uh, as long as, like, the, the climate continues to change at the dramatic rate that it is going. But that also ties into the way that she actually dies towards the end of the movie. <laughs> Uh, as well, which I'll get into when we actually get there. Mm -hmm. So yeah, and I mean, and, and I mean, it's just chronologically we can even circle back on the on the foot scene again and talk a little bit more about how fantastic that was. Mm -hmm. I mean, everybody's had that moment of yeah. trying to pull out something from your foot or you know any part of your body, but you know the foot is such an awkward you know thing. We have to like try to get down there and and uh, and then combine that with the uh, the experience of having to remove like a bug that went under your skin. Which, you know, it's not as common, but it's, it happens sometimes, you know, or, or one that's latched onto you or something like that, right? So that was, oh, and then she's going at it with tongs. Yeah, the tongs. <laughs> yeah, Which the barbecue tongs. Of, you get a lot of, yeah. you know, accuracy with, with tongs like that. I mean, I can't even fucking deal with them when I'm flipping a fucking burger. <laughs> yeah. Pull out this tiny little worm from this massive hole in her foot. And it's gotta hurt. I mean, it's oh, not like it's hard to bite, but... Oh, when she pours the vinegar well, on it. Oh, that was great. And we all fixed everything before she even dumped it on. We're yeah. like, that's going to hurt. But you know what's hilarious? Because even like my mom, like you can solve any problem with Pour distilled vinegar. vinegar. Just a little vinegar. <laughs> well, and I, I mean, to talk about this movie, though, it goes on. I, I And this is this was a point that I have in my notes, too. The visuals in this movie. I mean, okay. I honestly think that this movie appears to be a movie that was made for much more money than it actually was. Right. Um. The visuals in this movie, I think, were sparse, but when they had visuals, damn, they were impactful. Definitely. I mean, they hit, yeah, they hit you right in the sweet spot. Um, and the foot thing is especially, I mean, I, that was so well done and probably done for about $8.67, mm -hmm. but they did it, it did, really, did. really well. And it just kind of hits me it, that I haven't seen this actress before in anything. Not that I know of, maybe she's been in something that I didn't recognize her in, but mm -hmm. in that scene. Sons of Anarchy. What's that? Sons of Anarchy. That's oh, Sons of Anarchy. Okay. That's where you'd know her. Um, yep. But she did so well because honestly, like I was so in the moment, it, I had to now think like, that's right, she was acting. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like that was, yep. that was that's a good job, good job. Well, and, yeah, it had the, it had the feel of somebody doing a YouTube surgical procedure exactly. on themselves. That's what it did, <laughs> and it was and it was so just right on. And I mean, and everything, and pulling that thing out of her foot, and it had to be eight inches yeah. long when it and came you have to out. Go and in just, there and then go back and get in. There. She didn't <laughs> smash it at the end, which I which I thought was weird. And to, okay, so that was odd to me because I would have killed the thing, right? But she like kind of was ready to pass out. Maybe I don't know. Two, did anyone find it odd that she never said one word about it to the boyfriend? Because she's a badass. Because wouldn't you be like, dude, you know what just fucking happened to me? And why I'm limping and my foot's dripping blood and it's still wrapped up and like you wouldn't notice that. And I know he was sick too, but I would think you'd want to be like, wait, look, I, this thing crawled into my foot. And anyway, how are you? Because she doesn't still... go to him for help. Because <laughs> she doesn't. Right. She's just well, she's not. No, because she's a, you're right. Holly's right. Think... He, she's a badass and he's a bitch. Right. He just, and he's she a bitch for the entire the movie. Guy, like, this so. Like, oh. Yeah, that's the bigger one that maybe yeah. she should have brought up. <laughs> yeah. Your dad's friend just walked into the ocean. 
dead. He <laughs> crawled into my foot. But anyway, more about you, honey. <laughs> How are you How feeling? Clearly, you're not doing yeah. Well, see, here, here's the thing. At the end of the day, guys with, with the, quote, man flu, you know, are the biggest babies. <laughs> so, like, he's completely out of it. So she's not going to drop all this shit on him okay. because he's not going to want to hear any of it because he's too busy wallowing his own emotions mm-hmm. from, you know, being sick at the time. So after this, so she's removed, uh, I still like love seeing a big gigantic gallon of dis- white distilled mm-hmm. vinegar. It's like, okay, we're cool now. Everything's going to be all right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe that's why she lasts longer than anybody yeah. else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what happens after this? So she wraps up her foot, which is also very badass. And then she goes upstairs to check on her boyfriend, right? Yeah. And that's And then we get the first zombie think, scene. That's when we find the old lady has... And that's an interesting scene because, like, on my first viewing, I thought it was gonna—I thought it was gonna be like the typical, like, once you get infected, you turn violent and start attacking people, like a mm-hmm. zombie movie. But, and it sort of feels like that's what happens when we when she comes in and finds him like being sort of attacked, quote unquote, by the old lady it looks like she's attacking him and that he's like, oh my God, like, uh, but the fact is like rewatching it, it really seems that she's not physically attacking him. I think she's just trying to infect him or she's maybe trying to get help, but she might, I think she's kind of like maybe trying to pass the thing along. We don't actually. Well, she's kind of white eyed at that point. You got the, the marble eyes, but I was thinking like, I don't think I remember was there actual violence from the zombies, or was it just like? Rah. Well, it, she was kind of trying to grab him, and he was trying to crawl away from if her. You, could it be considered? And I'm trying to remember how her physical actions. Could it be considered like a cry of help? As like you know, help me, help me. Because yeah, yeah. ultimately, no. Because then when she broke through all the fucking doors, that was yeah. where that was like that was some that was zombie strength. So maybe yeah, you're talking about. Never mind. Lost. I take it back. Yeah. Okay, there's a question with that then too, or comment. Remember the guy says. He forgot what happened for a while. He had the been in, yes. Mm-hmm. He had been in there with her for a long time. Yeah, yeah. So it looked like she's attacking him zombie style, but yet he says, "I don't remember." Ooh. He had a blackout moment that sh- he woke up and she was on him. Was she trying to ask for help? Was she warning them? She couldn't talk anymore. We don't know. So then, yes, she violently tries to get out. Is that because she is sick and wants to get better, or? Right? And that's she trying to escape too, and she's like, mm-hmm. F you guys for leaving behind. And then there's yeah. that because she is in her like pajamas, there's that tiny little element, not pronounced, but just a tiny little element of like, okay, man, what's going on now? <laughs> like you're in this room with this woman, you can't remember what happened. Are you okay? Oh, yeah, maybe they had Are you the okay? Weird, maybe they had the weird thing sex. It's <laughs> <laughs> well, a possibility. I think she was trying to I think they're all it's like that th- it's trying to spread itself. Right. You know? Whichever way possible. Whichever yeah. way possible. So, you know. And I don't think, it seemed to me on the second watching that it doesn't necessarily make you violent exactly. It just makes you want to spread yeah. the thing to, the, to other people that are not infected. They're not taking bites out of each other or anything. So. Mm-hmm. It's like the thing, if I had to guess. I think it's like the thing where it's like a single consciousness that's like this spread out. Well, that's the whole invasion of the body snatchers. The last line, you know, they all have like, don't be afraid. You're one of us now. Mm -hmm. One of us. Gibble gabble. One of us. Yeah, this movie definitely had that vibe of 
Well, it, well, it, it goes back to the slow ramp up of tension mm -hmm. and this movie. I mean, if, if it does anything slowly, if, if it's my one gripe about it and maybe after the fourth watch, I'll change my mind and I'll, I'll love it for this, <laughs> but it, it takes a long time to wind the, uh -huh. you know, to get the spool wound up. Yeah. But then, but to your point about when she like comes down the stairs and she's getting violent and then she wraps the hose around the door and she breaks through, that's right when they give you that. And then there were two moments. Yeah. When the when the neighbor comes around the balcony. Yeah. Right. And that's happening. that's really kind of the movie where it's like, okay, it isn't just us. And as soon as mm -hmm. as soon as that moment hits, it's like, okay, it's kind of everywhere. And and they don't give you a ton of backstory about what happened. It doesn't matter, really. Um, but as soon as they give you then that and then there were two moment, that's when I was just like, this movie just like okay, I just I, I just buckled up and hung on from there because I knew it was gonna you know, get, it was gonna get fast and it was gonna get hard. I'm I'm, I'm really now that you were saying that um, I I'm thinking now a lot more about the ending when you brought it up, uh, Matisha, because previously it was like and you know I got that it was just a cool ending, but now I'm thinking more about it. And of course, in these movies, when it's the um the where the monster is also the collective, uh, it's like oh now we're oddly happy. We don't fight anymore. And then it kind of hit me like, oh, maybe that was the whole point of the setup, right? Where you have this couple that is uh, disjointed, the older couple that is disjointed because of like their, the disease that they're dealing with and like the heartache and the, and the stress. And then you have the young couple that's on different levels. They don't, they, they're not connecting. They're, they're basically nobody's connecting for different reasons. And then it's like, well, just go to the beach oh. and join the collective and you'll be fine. It's like a cult. It's a cult. <laughs> Don't worry about life. Join us and you'll be just fine. Don't be afraid. I, she, how many times does she say it at the end? Right? Like five, six, seven times. Like she keeps saying it over and over again. Like a chant. It is. It's a cult. Interesting. Chants equal cult. Well, I think too, honestly, I think, I, I think two things there though. I think, and I wrote this down in my notes when I watched it again tonight. I wonder if... If the older couple had not been interrupted by the younger couple, I wonder if, um, because I said, I'm pretty sure the wife had something like Alzheimer's, dementia, something that was going to be life ending anyway. Um, and then I also got the vibe that the guy had something. And I, I don't exactly know what it is, but I wonder if his plan all along was to murder suicide, give her, give her a great weekend, do away with her, and then walk off into the ocean anyway. So I'm not... I'm actually not 100% convinced that the, the, the older guy, Mitch, was infected with anything. Oh, yeah. I think he just carried out his plan. Right. Yeah. You know, and then, and, and then, that's true. And maybe you, that's yeah, and then when you get... And that's maybe why she yeah. got activated as a zombie, because she had basically passed on, and now her butt... That sometimes happens in some zombie movies, where, like, they die, and then that then the zombiness kicks in, even though they were kind of okay before. Well, she got infected when she went out into the, the uh, psychedelic right. uh, part. Where she was yeah. touching the blue, stuff the blue mildew. The blue so mildew. smart. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, what is I, this? I almost thought she was suicidal because she was on antidepressants and stuff, right? Like, if you oh, read, pills. if you read, like her pills. Yeah, she had all the pills. Mm -hmm. So I almost thought she had already tried to kill herself before, and he was trying to give her like one of those last kind of like, cheer ah. up. So maybe they were That's both a good gonna point. die. But he, he was very afraid to leave her alone. Yeah, yeah he didn't want to leave her alone. But then once she was already, maybe he knew she was already infected. Oh, that makes so much sense now that you say that when he was, he's always looking for her and saying she can't be left alone. Okay. That makes so much sense. Look how smart okay. we are. She's like, she's just going to kill him. Oh. Then I wasn't sure, but then why did he kill himself first? And was that his plan all along? Like you said, that could have already been. 
I feel like yeah, I, everybody got infected in some way or another, and it was just sort of like if you got if you were really in it, like the old lady where she just like went and touched stuff and was right in the cloud, she got infected quicker than the other people who were kind of more out in the peripheral areas and not directly in it. Mm-hmm. But it, it seemed like the message of the movie was everybody's getting yeah. infected There's eventually. There's like no escaping it, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really, it, well, are we good on this one? Because I kind of had another thought for mm-hmm. something else. Okay. I don't know if it's jumping ahead too much, but I really loved the In the Stranger's House sequence where they break into that house and she's trying to sort of very, I don't know what I'm doing air quotes, when she's trying to like seal uh, or uh, get them away from the mist. And uh, um, of course you can't bite it. It's just, it's not a very airtight house. But then you have these, it's a much smaller, more, uh, um, what do you call it? Uh, just less luxurious house. It's, it's a smaller house, older house, uh, and it's super dark. And the everything, all the, all the hallways are really, uh, well, most, most of the spaces are very narrow. My point being that it gives you that whole like fighting for your life and you never know where a zombie's going to pop out of and you got to fight. And I thought I was, it was just kind of fun when, when a movie gives you a whole nother element of a whole nother ride, basically. It does a great job of changing the setting on you and changing it hard. And one of the things I found interesting is when she comes up the stairs and she exits into the hallway and then she turns around, that basement door has a lock on the outside of the door. Like, Hmm. Interesting. I wonder what that. people were keeping down there. Yeah. Yeah. She locks um, the door. Like, well, uh, maybe, or it could be a stained yellow mattress and a, a van that says free candy on it. I don't know. Um, but it has a weird, it had a weird, like, I, I, and she does, it, it's, they focus on it where she locks the door. And I'm like, it's a basement door. Why does it have a lock? First of all, why is it on the out? Oh, okay. And then I just went, hmm. Okay. I'm thinking too much about this, but it, it struck me as something like, why would that even happen? I mean, it just, mm-hmm. and I think your point about the, about the, the beach houses and how, you know, one is so, one is so well-equipped and has all the amenities and then the house next door. And because again, having the in-laws that have the beach house, I can tell you that that's actually how things are. There are houses that are just absolutely great. And then there are houses next door that are just like, why don't you just bulldoze this and put up a <laughs> playground or something? Cause it would just right. be better. <laughs> But but going through the, because I I always wondered it's like and and like how did everybody get infected, um, and for Jane the older lady I think it was her going out and getting oysters I think that's how she got infected. Yeah. For some of the other people because they kept touching the tap water and like and there was something weird about the tap water coming Wait. out of the sink. Yeah, and and I know from experience that. When you have a beach house, typically you have a well, but a lot of ocean water can get into your well. And you can get, like, if there's a big algae bloom, sometimes the big algae blooms will come up through your well. Wow. And you'll be washing your hands and you'll the water will turn red. And you're like, well, what is going on? That's and it's like, well, it's an algae bloom. Yeah. So I just, again, this is, a, to John's earlier point, this is a movie you have to watch more than once to really try to get everything. And the more I watched it, the more I got. And to be honest, the more I got, the better this movie got. So this I've changed my rating on this. I know you guys don't do ratings specifically. Um, I do just what I do. Um, but every time I watch this movie, it's gotten better um, because I pick up more things. Um, so it's kind of made it interesting, right? It feels like there's so much, there's so much crap horror out there these days. And I mean, cause there's just, there's just crap horror. Yeah. And like I said, on, uh, on Twisted Tuesday, I have been 
I've been deep throat in 2022 horror. Like, I mean, like, like I'm getting paid for it. Um, <laughs> and there's so much of it that is just junk. Um, but then picking up this movie, I know it's not in 2022, but it's recent to me. It's like, mm-hmm. I think, I think in 20 years, people will, this movie will be in the conversations that now include things like the thing. Nice. It's like, it's that good. It's that good. Um, maybe not the thing good, but it's, I think it's going to hold up over time. It's got so many things about it that are going to hold up long-term. And even that, uh, I, you know, we, we didn't talk too long about the psychedelic forest, but that was a really neat scene. I mean, mm-hmm. you can really put yourself in her shoes and just be like, wow, wouldn't that be neat? You know, just, yeah, uh, and you would touch it, <laughs> especially if you're fucking high. <laughs> yeah. You'd be like, this is so cool. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Just. As the audience, uh, I'm like, don't touch that stupid. But we yeah, were right. tripping and it was pretty. You're like, pretty. I'm dying. I'm ripping my face. <laughs> They're definitely it. playing with that thing where they took edibles, but it's also implied that getting infected starts messing up Feels your like mind and yeah. stuff and is kind of psychedelic right. itself. That's neat. And yeah. so they're high. The fact that they're still high 24 hours <laughs> later is because they're infected basically. Not that <laughs> Not they're high on their new well, life. Yeah. Uh, yeah and, well, and to tease, to tease earlier point, they all had a little bit different experience. Cause I mean, you know, everyone was doing things differently. The one guy was just shuffling for the records. Uh, the older lady was just like taking in the younger girl's wisdom and just being like, and then the one guy was at the sink doing dishes and he's like, wow, <laughs> soft water, you know? I mean, so everybody had, everyone got it a little bit differently, but yeah. But then, but then when it last, when it lasted into the morning, did anybody notice the sort of, and I don't know if they used, I, there's probably some film effect that I know about this, but when, when you saw Emily in the morning and she was waking up, the, a lot of the shots had this distinctive, almost like 3d filmed effect. Where it was like, oh, oh yeah, there were yeah. so many, mm-hmm. so many outlines that became like, yeah, it was just crazy, and it was like, it reminded me of, okay, I sorry, I, I have a cat here that's gonna, oh, my cat's gonna help I here, so, um, yeah, oh, and yeah. like from seeing like being in the mid '80s and when seeing when they when they yeah. made the uh, the King the King Kong movie that was gonna be in 3D and you so like looking forward to it. And if you, if you happen to see it on one of the late night broadcasts and didn't have your glasses, it had a lot of those shots where it was like, mm-hmm. you could see the main frame and then the red and the blue, yeah. the sort yeah. of the, 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 like the halos. The universal way of indicating that somebody's high. Yeah. Kind that, of. Yep. Yep. Oh my God, guys. <laughs> I'm trying to just take over. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, exactly. It, it, it became like, asshole. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry. This, this no. damn cat does this every get ready time. To get famous, T. <laughs> 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 oh, mm-hmm. But yeah, and that was like the the kind of psychedelic effect of the of the creatures too. I think was that uh, that cool visual effect where the colors were kind of separating from each other. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Kitty cats and, uh, yeah. and, and turbulence. Mm. Yo, yeah, that what we're calling it. Movie, okay. The visuals of this movie are really good. Yeah, but, that that great scene of of, um, of Weber or Webb, the actor's name, walking into the ocean. Yeah, that was pretty artistic. Like I was really impressed how how sadly beautiful really that good. was. Yeah, and it, it was well yeah. done too because it's like. 
Of course, that's exactly what would happen in real life if some if you were sitting on the beach and someone did that, you would just be like, oh, they're gonna like swim, so, and then yeah. they keep going, and then you're like, hmm, hmm. and, and they then don't come out. By the time they disappear, it's like. It, it, it's like, oh, well, why doesn't she run in and try to jump in and I, help but him? How, but right? you could never find do that. Him. You could never find him uh, at that point. I thought she way. had a weird feeling about it to begin with, though. He's just got his regular old clothes on. Yeah. He's been disappointed. He's been gone for like 12 hours and all of a sudden he just shows up in her face on the beach. Okay, so that was creepy. She was like, oh, hey, you've been mm -hmm. gone for a really long time. And he's like, I'm going to take a swim in all my clothes. So she kind of made a face like, okay, but she doesn't know him well enough and it's awkward to be like, I think that sounds creepy and weird. Maybe you shouldn't swim right now. Of course, yeah. you're just going to be like, oh, you do you. Have fun. So I think she had it in her mind. Something was wrong. She was already on edge, and she's watching him because he's been, dis you know, he, he disappeared for a really long time, and no one could find him. And then all of a sudden, he's really far out and disappears. And I almost think she just sort of uh, knew that was going to happen, but there was really nothing she was going to do about it. Again, yeah, you couldn't swim all the way out there and find him. I mean, it, it would probably be impossible. So, but but it seemed to me like she already thought that was weird. Oh, there oh, you yeah. are. You but just showed up. I'm gonna go swimming now. Sorry, I've been gone. How's my wife? He didn't even ask really. I don't know. It was weird. And there's already like um, a, a, a way that uh, people. I know that I've in the past have sort of you try to normalize situations because right. you don't want it to awkward, be true. Right? So you don't want it to be true that somebody's trying to kill themselves so you kind of like stand there she ignored it not really frozen but you're like that couldn't possibly be happening could it she's like okay and then by the time you realize it you're like oh maybe i should have done something like but five seconds ago she was watching him <laughs> the whole time like this is weird you know this is not a normal yeah, you expect at some point for somebody to go for, uh horizontal and start right you know, but then, it was awkward the whole time and then just like no bubbles nothing right. oh. and i love his just little head just disappears like oh, okay yeah but yes, we saw that happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? Obviously, that was going to happen. And that's pretty traumatizing. I mean, I mean, not for us, but you know, if it were a reality, is what I'm saying. I would well, but I think you're. I think you're right, Holly. I think because that's where, like, I think personal experience in life can make a horror movie like good or bad for you. So my father died of Alzheimer's. Aww. Okay. So, but no, we don't need it. We, thank you, but we don't need it. That's not what I'm trying to do. What I'm saying is that I can understand both the things that the wife was going through and how like she could just disappear and you didn't know where she was. But I can also see the husband's aspect of it because I had to deal with my dad for a long time where it's like, mm -hmm. you know what? Fuck it. I can't deal with this right now. I, I, I can't do it. I gotta, I gotta take a fucking time out. So like for me, that was, that was a big piece of it where it was like, I get all of this, which is why, and, and I'm, I'm going to go back and say that I'm not entirely sure that the, the older husband was infected when he died. Mm -hmm. I think Emotional, he might have just said, fuck it. Uh, you know, uh, stress, trauma. Yep. Yeah. He wanted to yep. disappear. Might have, he, might have just said, hell with it. I'm done. I'm out. He disappeared maybe for <laughs> because, a reason then. Well, he a really also, good uh, take. He also kills himself before she becomes fully infected. So he's not killing himself because of what happened to her in terms of the creatures you know what I mean? Like right. that hasn't oh, really right. manifested itself fully yet. We had a, a sort of. A exactly my point. Yeah, we had a, a bit of a like little theory earlier that maybe he'd done it in the in the background, not in like the foreground of the movie, and and then had like dispatched her and then killed himself. Mm -hmm. But honestly, like this seems makes this uh, seems to make more sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he was that's right. He was tired. and He was escaping because it was inevitable what was happening to her. Maybe he couldn't handle watching it get that bad, or already had gotten very bad painful, and it was right? already overwhelming. That's deep. 
And I also want to say, like, uh, to call out something good about how this movie's written and put together. When they're just hanging out on the beach before that happens, when it's the boyfriend and the girl, the young couple, uh, I was thinking it's kind of weird that they went out to the beach just to hang out when there's this situation going on where the uh, old wo- the lady has disappeared. Because at that point, she's basically gone and no one knows where she is. Mm-hmm. But then I was thinking, oh, but then again, they don't really know each other that well. And these are just the people thrown together all of a sudden yeah. at this last second. So it actually kind of makes sense that they would still kind of be like, they wouldn't necessarily be that invested in what's going on with the old lady, even though she's disappeared. Because they're like, eh, like, whatever, she'll be fine. Like, I don't really know her. I'm not really worried about her. She's a grown-ass woman. There's, like, three houses here. She'll be fine. she's not that old in the scheme of things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's just comparative to them. Because, I mean, how old are they? Like, 60 tops, right? Not even, I would say, like... Late 50s? Late 50s, yeah. She looked a little older than him, maybe. Yeah, I did see that, too. Uh, Because in a worse movie they would just go hang out at the beach to set up the next thing. And it, and, and it would be like, this makes no sense. Why would they? They should be worried about the person who's missing. But it actually works. <laughs> yeah, their laissez-faire attitude is like, well, we should just sit down because I'm hot and then we're going to tan. Like, I... Okay. Well, also like, when somebody... There's only two things to do. You either sit in the beach house or you sit outside of the beach house. And remember, they're running out of booze because he's like, I want some whiskey. Is there a store? And they're like, nope. So they're like, well, shit, let's do these edibles because we're oh. going to get drunk. And I love that great scene where just when she gets the worm in the foot and she's hobbling over and then, of course, the staircase. Oh, oh it's so yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a great like, shot. Oh, what she, has she has to crawl. Those are like San Francisco staircase. stairs. Oh. Got to climb. Yeah, that's a funny <laughs> shot for sure. Um, but yeah, it's a good way so, to keep the interest going. Yeah. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> um, so we're, we're getting to the end now. I think. Yeah, I think what so. We, what, what we, yeah, I, we, we, we need to talk about how the her infection with the jellyfish plays into her eventual demise mm-hmm. at the end of the movie, which is yeah. something I was alluding to. Uh, earlier. So basically, you know, in that moment, we, we know that, you know, she's sitting out on the shore, uh, you know, and she's basically accepting her fate at that point uh, as, you know, the high tide starts to, like, roll in. Uh, and, you know, with with jellyfish, basically what happens when they uh, come out of the water and onto the beach, they essentially evaporate. So in this case with Emily, when she's getting swept into the ocean, uh, she's basically dissolved it in that moment. Yeah, that's a good shot. I forgot about that shot yeah, that where she the yeah. water comes in yeah. and then she's just gone. Yeah, I thought mm-hmm. she was pulled into the water and part of the water. But it was, yeah, but it is and on the quick saying, side. Don't be afraid. Yeah. I feel like they're all, like, my head canon is that they're all turning into sea creatures. That eventually, like, it's sort of Cthulhu esque, where basically. The human race is going to go live in the ocean now, basically. I, I don't mind that we don't go many movies without mentioning Cthulhu. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind that shit at all. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I like that. I mean, it's also like uh, the, uh, you know, evolution was at, out of the water, onto the land. Mm-hmm. And, and now, now we're back evolving in. back back in. Because honestly, <laughs> like, if that's where, you know a lot of shit comes from or all of it it's like that's the that's the core of and that's that great shot too of 
when he disappears in the ocean. And I think they repeat the shot even after when he walks in the ocean, where it's just that shot of the ocean. Yeah. And it's just showing you, like, how there's this gigantic world that yes. we don't know anything about, just that's beneath the surface. And that I'm ocean. scared shitless about. I love, I'm a scuba diver and I love the water and I've been on the craziest night dives and seen the craziest stuff and it's amazing. It definitely gives you like adrenaline rush, but because you're such a tiny part and you can die so easily as you know under there, right? <laughs> but when I was watching the movie, I was thinking about those documentaries where they go into those deep, deep, dark, you know, uh, sea they see all those sea creatures, like the ones with the weird little, like, you know, oh, yeah. uh, the bait with the light the and light. the weird teeth ah! and the ones that are all viral <laughs> yeah. and all yeah. the stuff that they just lightly touched on that we know is down in such depths that, um, you know, humans can't reach it without, like, robotics because of the water pressure, right? We'll just, like, mm -hmm. you know, so, you know, even as, like, a diver, like, a novice diver, you can go 90 feet, like, max. Okay, and that's even kind of like pushing it. Wow. So, and you have, you know, your computers Thank that you. tell you how long you can be down for so long. So, I think since we know the ocean is more than land on this planet that we live on, right? There's more water than mm -hmm. land, and that we haven't touched, we, we humanly can't possibly get to like how deep there are. We have no idea what's down there that could come up through these vents, could you know, the, exactly. Almost like space, right? Because it is yeah. kind of like space. Yeah. So if anyone's ever even snorkeled that weird sound and the darkness and it is almost like what i envision space to be even though i've never been there so again like an alien planet and is it better if we just absorbed into that because it is a part of earth mm -hmm. so that could happen join the collective yeah well but i think at the end though <clears throat> when she's on the she's on the beach and her eyes have turned that seashell blue that the other zombies will call them mm -hmm. it because she's talking and she's saying, don't be afraid, I think based both on her educational background, she's studying biology. Um, I think I think what, there's, what they were showing me anyway was like a new evolution of a person slash sea creature slash almost metaphorical being that we don't understand yet, mm -hmm. right? We, that we just don't, we haven't, because we haven't seen it yet, you know? So I think it's, some of the other things that we saw where they were like, because we saw a couple of what I would call she sell eyes zombies, you know, the blue eyes and whatever else. Mm -hmm. And then we saw the creature in the basement and I didn't, I didn't fully understand that. That seemed a little, Oh yeah. Yeah. A little clunky to me, that like a little bit like, it's like, like black, like half-assed, right? yeah. Like half-assed, like half-assed brown canvas mm -hmm. creature from the black lagoon sort of thing. Um, but then to see her and to see like she has she has this knowledge and she has this wisdom and she has this like like desire to learn and to like get to the next level. I almost think it's like they kind of collectively put her together as like the next level of what whatever this creature was going to be, mm -hmm, you know. And, and she so, didn't seem afraid, yeah. right. And she didn't have the oozing really in the same like yeah. She was changing in a more uh, peaceful way. She was fighting for her life but once the realization hit maybe and she joined up then she was uh, more ready to be part of it or something and i know you're ready to be part of it you definitely want to be a mermaid yeah, i want to be a mermaid That'd be real awesome. bad <laughs> well that i mean yeah i that's the thing i really think that's what's happening here is that they're making mermaids and mermen for <laughs> ultimately that's what we're gonna end up with 
I'm gonna learn how to swim. I want to be a sea creature. Yeah, just put put this and the lighthouse next to each other, and we probably got something. Right? But I, I got I, the, I, the next I evolution. Like that creature <laughs> at the end was sort of like this was someone who maybe had been infected the earliest. Well, that was an old house. That wasn't a tourist house. That mm-hmm. wasn't a, a luxury or like a vacation home. That was somebody's house. Like they were the furthest along in terms yeah, of transformation. Because he lived there day to day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it definitely had a fish. Out, it had a fish out of water vibe compared to the rest of what we had seen. Mm-hmm. From right. you know where we have this like this blue luminescent mold, then we have this like sort of greasy water. And we had this little worm thing, and then it was and there was this thing, and it was just like, uh, and it was like I. For me, it just didn't. It didn't fit real well. Maybe it, just, it was it like that it was somehow point. like dying or not dying, but it needed to get back in the water real quick. <laughs> Yeah, because it wasn't well, maybe, to. maybe, yeah, maybe. It, was, it looked like yeah, it was, but it, just, tra- it was like infecting somebody else or transforming someone else too. Mm-hmm. Wasn't there a second person kind of with it, sort of? I think. Yeah, it was like on. Well, no, it was. What wasn't it? It was on top of the boyfriend, wasn't it? Oh, was it, oh, on, was it on the boyfriend? Like, right. Yeah. yeah, I think it was on Randall. Yeah, it was con- trying to consume Randall, and maybe that was part of what you said about how it wanted to spread, but it just didn't. Like with with all the visuals we had seen prior to that, it didn't really fit. Mm-hmm. It yeah. just seemed it seemed a little like a little monster. Like movie. we had some, yeah, we had some, we had some wet cardboard and like this other stuff laying around. I, so we'll just make this guy. Rando, though, right? I mean, like everybody transforms, but he had to deal with diarrhea at the same time. Oh yeah, that was so weird. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, he did eat the shellfish, but then yeah. no one else got. Maybe it was like just because. Yeah, was they. Shellfish. I think that would be my luck, by the way. It's like not only oh, yeah, transforming, but you're gonna have to. Have to the magic oysters, yeah, the magic oysters. Yep, that's what it was. Yep. They had some cool shots of the little creatures that were like sort of oyster looking that were sort of pulsing that you would see mm, right. sitting, laying around in certain places. And the maybe. funny part is that shit that comes out of the water is already so weird. I would never be able to tell the alien apart from like just natural wild like sea life. Have you seen the jellyfish on Ocean Beach? Some of those really giant clear ones. Like there's some big ones with like weird little veins in them and stuff. I'm always mesmerized by those. <laughs> what are they? What are you? They're just, just <laughs> wild. It's wild. Yes. Yeah, be careful. That's how it draws you in with the hypnosis. Oh yeah, I can get close it. to him, kind of. Mm. <laughs> Great. <laughs> I'd be dead immediately. Me too. Yeah, they're definitely strong. The oysters. <laughs> definitely made me think of the thing and invasion of the body snatchers, Perfect. where like the two yep. movies that like it felt a lot. Not that it was like copying them in any way, but it just felt like this is a creature that's kind of based on those movies, right. that idea. And that similar to those movies, it's not, I mean, the vi- the thing is pretty violent, but in the, but it's kind of not, like if it just gets you, it's going to absorb you. Exactly. It's and only sim- when you fight it, when yeah. they try to like do the electrocution in the blood or Remember, and then it like freaked out. So yeah, it, it's it's not. It's not right. like it's a not violent, violent thing. It's a slow, smooth. Mm-hmm. You would need don't to be know. afraid. Just just give in. Just like invasion <laughs> yeah. of Well, it's not. But it's not, for for the thing. It isn't violence, though. It's not. It's not about violence. And I think this movie has a little bit of that too. It's about survival. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly. all it's about. Well, that's right. Orphan- has, has nothing to do with I want to cut your head off and you know and butt fuck your corpse. It, it's not that. You know, it's I just want to get to tomorrow. Yeah. You know that's what's what interesting? Though? I mean, it yep. lives in the water. There's plenty of shit to attack there. Then it also kind of has a sense of uh, reclaiming the the life that left the water to bring it back <laughs> to drag us all back to hell to to the ocean. Because, I mean, when you think about it, if it lives in the water, 
and it wants to be in the water, and there's already plenty of fucking fish to fuck with. Like, why, why bother? Why? Why? Well, <laughs> game. It's because it's taking but that's it back. A, it's on purpose. Well, but that's the point, though. So it's like, I mean, because if you don't have, like, people don't have to get into the water, right? They have to have something that lures them to the water, and I think that's the whole point. It's like, it, it, it takes whatever the next available creature or life form is and transforms it, and then it's it's almost kind of like evolution, but like on an, like an alien or whatever scale. It's, I'm going to speed this shit up. Mm-hmm. I, I I got shit to do. I got to be places tomorrow, <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna speed this up. And it's like so I get I get on shore, and then I have like all those pods, all the pods and all the uh, like jellyfish pods on the shore. And then it's like someone's and you know if you ever if you've ever walked on a beach, we all know that we have stepped in some shit that we didn't know what it was every time. You know every it, time. Exactly. So, so, I mean, but that's just, that's that's how it happens. It's like yeah. a bear trap. You, you just don't know it. So that's kind of how it worked. And I, that was kind of one of the pieces I appreciated about this. It was like, I'm just going to set you up. You're not going to know what's happened, but it happened. And eh, now we're moving. Now we're on land. Now we've grown legs instead of fins and we're moving. Yeah. yeah. You, I like it. Did you notice how they went out to the beach and looked at the water and had not noticed all of those like man of wars or whatever they were? And then all of a sudden there were like a thousand. Mm-hmm. Were they yeah. immediately there or had she not noticed like we might on the beach not notice certain things as we walk mm-hmm. by it? Yeah. I haven't talked. I'm guessing those showed up when she was, when they, when they were tanning. They showed up when they were tanning. Cause okay. Cause I was like, they weren't there I've, or she didn't notice them. Um, I'm not, I've been watching lots of movies lately and I'm trying to think if I'm right about this scene. Was this the scene where she's driving through the fog really fast? It was that another movie? They did. She was doing that. Yep. Mentioned that that was. I also love that too. You know, like did you did everybody get the same sense? You're like, bitch, slow down. You're going too fast. The fog <laughs> is blurring your vision. <laughs> it's in a couple movies though. Cause, yeah. Right. That same kind of. I can't really. That's see. That's what was like. I'm, did I? Was it this one? Yeah. But, and they're going too too fast, and of yeah. course they crash. Because especially when there's like a fog or a mist, because it's in the mist that they're driving. Although he drives slow. I watched Gerald's Game, which is a horrible Stephen King, like <laughs> the horror movie, though, it's horrible. But there is a part where it's kind of misty and dark and she's like lightheaded and tries to escape and crashes, of course. You know what I mean? So there is that you almost got out of it. You're so close. And then they yeah. get in the car and they're lightheaded and they're ready to pass out and they crash or whatever. You're like, like, pull no. over. Yeah, exactly. You get pull so over. upset. At the end. Like, <laughs> just slow down. Just stop. Like, just wait. Take a nap. Whatever. Go like, real slow. Go so five miles an hour. You're so close to getting out. And then, of yeah. course, you're in this vehicle and you're in the dark woods. Going like 80 miles an hour. For fuck's sake. Because you just want to make it to, like, safety. Yeah. Well, like, yeah. It's the first gear, first gear versus fifth gear argument. It's like if you just drive slow and wait, slow, you'll get there. Yeah. But yeah. Well, she I only just, had so much I, oxygen I, left in the tank, too. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's right. That's, right. She the the that's true. She is. She, yeah, she is nursing that scuba tank, so she's thinking she's got to get going. Yeah, and, mm-hmm. and she was talking that about early movie ticket, talking about getting certified as a diver, so she probably would know that. Yeah. Okay. But, I'll give you that. But I was like, she's already infected. By the time she oh, figures yeah. out the, the air tank, it's mm-hmm. like you're already infected. You, it's in you now already. It's a really big whippet. You know, when when they broke into that house, it really pissed me off that they, like, laid there for a long time with the window open. And I was like, what the hell? You said to close it up and you're just dilly-dallying. Like, okay. They (laughs) have a busted foot and a lazy boyfriend. You got this far. Let's take it to the next level and close up the fog or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, you might as well. Or what are we doing this all for then, you know? The funny thing about this movie that uh, that just reminded me of is that when they 
like that kind of sequence where they break into the neighbor's house and then they're in the neighbor's house and and what then she gets to the car and goes that kind of whole sequence it was funny because I, when i was watching that it suddenly occurred to me that like this is kind of like in another in any other movie this is like oh my god the, all the things are chasing us mm-hmm. and and it's like oh my god we have to like barricade the windows and the doors because yeah. everything's trying to get to us and then it was like, wait a minute, there's nothing actually chasing them. It's just the thought, the like, air. Yeah, it's the just the, the Just thing. a sense of urgency, really. But it felt like, mm-hmm. oh, they need to sort of barricade like themselves in. Like, it's like, dead. Yeah, <laughs> they don't really get ourselves in interesting and even the guy the neighbor who was sort of zombified and mm-hmm. coming he they're so slow and sluggish that they really truly are and there's so few of them that it's really truly like they're not really a threat. Right. Oh, you know what's cool though? Uh, that guy probably put the other more advanced zombie in the fucking basement. Oh yeah, maybe that's why the lock was there. Of course, it's it's, a, it's such a little side story that I didn't uh, even think about because somebody I mean, else so was much shit is happening. That, so much shit is already wow. happening that I didn't. I mean, not that I didn't put two and two together. More like I didn't care to do that math problem. I had other shit to look at. <laughs> but like, like when you think about it, you're like, oh yeah, that that old man lives there. Now it's probably his. You know, as his uh, life partner. It's definitely a watch again, like you guys mm-hmm. said, because I just was on the ride, got off, didn't know what the fuck happened. I didn't have time. My brain didn't have time to really think about why is that lock on the door. I mean, you have quick fleeting thoughts, but you're not really like analyzing them yet. Yeah, They're fleeting, fleeting. Till you watch it third, fourth time. Now you can start to light like another cigarette. You gotta watch the shit again. <laughs> I gotta watch it again. Really? <laughs> well, and for everything that happened in this movie, if for everything that happened, <clears throat> going from the beach house to trying to escape, to seeing the neighbor as a zombie, to getting into the basement, to doing everything else. I don't think the main character, Emily, was ever more than about 100 feet from the beach. No. no. I, I don't think she ever got... So, it, like, yeah, so in, in the end, she got dragged right back there. So for all the running and for all the panic and for everything else, it's like she was right there anyway. I love so the I, I she mean, gets on the radio. What is it? What's it called? Like Beachcomber Road? We're on yeah. Beachcomber. I'm like, of course, of course, that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like yeah. So, 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 how prophetic is that? It's like uh, we're right there anyway, and we never, for all the, and and the last like maybe fifteen to seventeen minutes of this movie, is it's just hectic as hell. It's just absolutely. But she and she's getting these air tanks, and she's going up in this basement. She's always on the beach. Yeah. She never gets away from it, you know. So it's like in in the end, it's like that's where she was going to end up regardless, yeah. you know. And then oh. and then. And then you get to the end and it's like, I still think, I honestly still think that she was sort of semi-okay with her evolution. Oh, absolutely. I think she was, uh, I think she was okay with it. And I love the part that uh, she had so much fight in her. She did, I would say at least 50% more than your average person would do to survive in that situation. You know, just with the, with the uh, ingenuity, with the, with the energy, with just the physical ability. Cause I'm like. 20 years older. <laughs> I feel like I would have given up like 40 minutes up. earlier than that. You, you would have saw the stairs and been like, yeah, I'm not nope. Nope. <laughs> I'm one with the jellyfish now. That's my fate. <laughs> That's my fate. Well, she has this, she has this vibe of like, it, it's all done. I've accepted my fate. And as long as I'm here, I'm going to be the queen. Yeah. Oh, like, like, like that's where I got to be. She is like the queen bee. I thought yep. that too. Yep. The queen ant. In the colony. The mother bug, if you will. Right, right, right. Yep. Yep. And because of who she is and everything, all the stuff she talks about leading up to this, 
she's the one she knows intellectually what's happening while it's happening which is why she's not scared because she actually understands exactly what's going on. And she says it in such a way where it's like, it's not even um, like her own personal, I mean, it is her own personal wisdom, but it's also like that little part in all of us that knows that we belong in the ocean. We belong in the water. Mm -hmm. Exactly. We were born in fluid. And you know how they say that babies, when they're first born into water, it's a less stressful birth. You know, so you can have like an aqua birth or whatever. And there's a mammalian instinct, as I'm sure you've all heard about, where when you die, like people that free dive, they get into a very calm state and they can like calm their heart rate. And it's almost like our evolution was water based, but we've just gotten so far out of it. Mm -hmm. We, yeah. Interesting. Oh, look at us. Interesting. We've been drinking. The mammalian. <laughs> yes, it's a thing. It's Back true. Back to though. the ocean. <laughs> But yeah, he. Well, did, oh, the, did any. I have to say, too, the okay. guy, the older guy, it kept torturing me because I knew I recognized him from oh. something that I was really Neither familiar with. Oh, yeah, Dawn, 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 Dawn of the Dead. Dawn of the Dead 04. Yeah, That's, Dawn of the Dead 04. I yeah. haven't yep. seen him in a long time. I'm glad you mentioned yeah, that. I wasn't going to. I was like, oh, I don't know if I should bring it up. But that such a good. I actually like that movie quite one. a bit. And I like that actor. But then I haven't seen him in a long time. And then I mm -hmm. ride away. He's great. Like that. He's good. Yeah, my only thing I have to I have to call out though because he's a British actor. And what? His, I didn't know that. His American, American accent's accent. a little bit iffy. <laughs> it's a little wonky in the movie, but that's okay. I, I can give. Him I a just pass. thought he was affected because in Dawn of the Dead, he's very American. He's like yeah. an American dude. Yeah. Yeah, he's great in Dawn of the Dead. Yeah, that's his over the top part though. That's why he was so. I think he was he was trying to be almost like the middle aged douchey American, just mm -hmm. like. Hi. Yeah. So we have new friends. I would love another glass of wine. That'd be. Come on. He was so, he was so like vocal and verbose when like when he talked. Like he he, he packed a whole lot into like one moment, and then he was just gone. Yeah. And it's like then we're on to the next thing. And I was like, but he was yeah. No, I I love Jake Weber in this. I loved it. I. He was great. Yeah. I was yep. And the old lady yeah. I've seen before in movies, I, I forgot to look her up, but I've definitely seen her in other stuff. She's been Everybody in other was great. Movies, yeah. I thought that um, everybody did a really good job. Mm -hmm. I mean, with the fact that I didn't have to even think about the acting, that's how you know everybody's doing mm -hmm. an awesome job. And I always say when mm -hmm. I like an actor or I get invested in someone's characters, when I believe them. Mm -hmm. Like, because so many times I see actors that people think are really great and their roles are really great, and I don't believe them really. I know they're acting and they're a good actor and they're portraying that very well, but I don't really like believe it. So when you believe Jennifer them, Lopez. <laughs> most famous actors, like, I don't know, like I feel like they're acting for sure. Mm -hmm. So if you believe that they are that person, they're not even really trying. Yeah, that's like fantastic. Actors, like, that guy seemed like a douchey kid who was like, I don't know if I should go to college. My dad must be a shut up, house, man. Whatever. <laughs> I'm going to take advantage of my girlfriend, suck her back in. And then the girlfriend who's like a martyrer through the whole thing, right? Like, you know, she hasn't gotten anything she's really wanted. She's the smartest one. She's the most caring one. She's our hero. And then, yeah, I believe all the characters for sure. That's they nice. were who they were portraying. Really? Yep. Nope. Nope. 100% I hope they watch 100%. this and appreciate our compliment. Okay. Tiggy, we've been uh, we've been <laughs> taking over. You got any any thoughts you wanted to share, T? No, I think I think that pretty much covers it. <laughs> I know we've been going for a while. Oh, have we? What time is it? <gasps> An hour and twenty-two. Uh, oh, Eighty-two minutes. Yeah. We're almost going the length of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> that can be. The yeah, that seems to be an, on an ongoing trend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
reviews that are as long <laughs> as the movie. <laughs> reviews right. that are longer than the movie. <laughs> reviews are longer than the movie. <laughs> All right. Mm-hmm. Well, if the movie's if the movie's good though, they should be. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. We've had a couple of reviews where we're like, well, that's twenty minutes. Okay. I feel <laughs> that's like, what it was. <laughs> I feel like people who gave this movie a negative review basically didn't make it through the first twenty minutes. Yeah, of the they movie. were too bored by the yeah. slow setup. And they turned it yep. off and said, This sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I almost quit a little bit. Like I started to get Pass distracted. Fireball. I got distracted for sure. I was like, eh. I don't know. I mean, when that fly comes in, I committed to this. See? I was like, nope, nope, nope. I need to, I need to have a, an opinion. That's fine. Uh huh. Okay, so I just I just googled it really quick to see what the Rotten Tomatoes like community score was, or whatever metric this is. But it's rated a one point eight <gasps> out of two hundred and twenty nine ratings. That's crazy. That's insane. No, that's just stupid. That's crazy. That's just stupid. Yeah. yeah, this is. There are so many. Like I, I like to use the term fake movies. In the horror mm-hmm. genre, there are movies that don't even qualify as being a real movie. Right. That like, like this stand, like this is so far beyond. Yeah. Like what the like a lot of typical trash that comes out that it's just like that's crazy. Mm-hmm. A one point eight is what should be given to a movie that isn't even a real movie. Yeah. Like a horror sequel or something. But you know, yeah, so that was like the. One of the sequels. It's like like the Google one, but it was like twenty nine on RT for the audience, Even which isn't that, great either by any means. Right. This movie should be like up in the eightieth percentile, yeah, at I mean, least. And it, in it. fairness, it's like this does ask you to like commit, commit. to yeah. it, and it's like in this day and age, the right. pacing of movies, like movies, yeah. used to be slower paced in the old days. Not no more. Faster. No, no, no. I need no, you to punch no. me in the face yeah, immediately. Yeah, yeah, Otherwise, yeah. I'm not going to watch your movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not, not every movie can be underwater where it just starts immediately. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's like basically you got to have those kills or monsters appearing within the first five minutes of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And I, I, I have to admit that I, yeah, I've gone, especially if it weren't for this, for this show. I, I would still be watching movies with, like, also looking at my phone. <laughs> but oh, yeah. exactly. but whenever, like, I'm, you know, I'm watching a movie because we're going to review it, like, I'm paying attention, I'm engaged, and I enjoy it so much more, but, man, the, the allure, the call of the phone, it's it's, it's drowned. It's just our culture right now. Mm. That it needs immediate gratification, no buy, you know, there's no buy-in. So I, I appreciated the, like you said, watching it again, you know, that it would be worth mm. watching it again, and that it's, like, the roller coaster ride of, like, and you watched it with Ted. How, what did Ted feel, think about it? Oh, yeah. He loved it, too. And, again, I mean, he looked away at the, like, you know, the, <laughs> the part. Stuff. But we were invested pretty immediately. I mean, we both had that moment where we were like, all right, where are we going with this dragon? A little bit, mm-hmm. you know? But then we were like, all right, we're getting somewhere, right? We're getting somewhere. And so we were definitely invested. And then we haven't watched, like I said, I am not good with the whole movie anymore. I'm definitely, like, mm-hmm. that culture of, like, eh, I don't know, I could be doing something else. Can we make it shorter? And I love horror. <laughs> so, like, usually horror will suck me in. But lately, there hasn't been good enough horror to really, like, get me invested. I'm like, nah, it's a lot of sub. I'll go back to the old horror I like instead, mm-hmm. you know? Because I'm like, I'm just going to mm-hmm. go watch one of my favorites because most new stuff is boring me. Yeah. So I do like seeing something like this that I haven't seen, like, suck me in and get me kind of passionate about it. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, that's been rare. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think as a well, it... 
I think as a modern horror fan, I, I think we all know that as a modern horror fan, when you're trying to discover new things, you have to wade through a lot of track yeah, a lot of crap. to Bullshit. find yeah. gems, basically. Hey, maybe on our reviews, we can put like a little thumbs up or like a little thumbs down right on the screen so people know that we liked it. <laughs> you know, or the opposite. It's worth it. Thumbs up, thumbs like Cisco and Eber. Yeah. Oh, we can do something can do better. The than middle thumbs, like. Yeah, like, yeah. The shrug or... emoji, like with Aqua Slash. <laughs> well, it does seem is. like though. It it does seem like this year though. It, like horror in general has seen a little bit of a resurgence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. There's a lot of things coming out that um. Mm-hmm. Like I'm I'm still a theater guy, so I like to go see things in the theater. Thanks. And there's been yeah. a lot of pretty pretty solid things in the theater um you know i have i have my magic list that i have and i haven't been keeping it that long i've been keeping it since uh probably about march this year um but i have seen close to 60 2022 horror movies wow Um, and well i uh, well you know i have a I have a base. I have a basement and a place to hang up by myself. So yeah, uh, gotta do something. And, and um, that can that be? But uh, uh, well, <laughs> yeah, that's that's why the lock is on the outside. Okay, yeah. Holly, yeah. that's why it's yeah. there. Um, but you know, so I started keeping this list in about March, and I've I've watched close to two hundred movies, um, and like I said, about sixty of them have been twenty twos, and most of them are not they're not great, yeah. but. Um, the big studio ones have been better than average. I will admit this here, better than average. Um, but there have been a couple of uh, a couple of digging the sand and find some gems things. Like I, I don't know if any, has anybody watched Hellbender. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, no. Okay, I loved Hellbender. I loved it. Um, it's really it's really low budget. I think the whole movie was made for about eight dollars. <laughs> um, but it was fantastic. Um, but then there's been some bigger things like. Like the hatching. Has anyone seen the hatching? Mm, no, seen the last idea. new release I saw was the Black Phone, which just came out in front. Oh, oh you yeah, yeah. Bastard. Yeah. You bastard. You're ahead of Damn it. It was it was pretty Uh-oh. good. Like I know a lot of people have been like talking about like the like the children based horror movies and ranking it pretty highly up there with like the like chapter one. I don't know if I, I would rank say, it. Why? That. Yeah. I, I wouldn't <laughs> rank it that highly. I'd probably put it in like the B minus range for for grade, but like for the kid centric movies, I'm still going back to like the boy behind the door and Tigers Are Not Afraid. It's like the the pinnacle of that specific subgenre. Okay, okay, I'll give you that. I, I'm gonna, I would personally go and I, granted, now keep in mind I'm I'm almost fifty, so mm-hmm. I've, I've been I've been like digesting Stephen King for a long time. So it chapter one for me is. Oh, just beyond solid. Um, uh, I, I want to see Black Phone, uh, Joe Hill, Stephen King's kid, obviously. Mm-hmm. I, I'm guessing there's going to be some things in there that I'm just going to absolutely love. Um, going for the kid-centric things, um, see The Hatching. Okay. The Hatching is – oh, man. It is – I'm not going to call it solid. It's beyond solid. It's uh, – and, like – I don't want to spoil anything, but like getting to the end, whew, I mean, it's it's one of those movies where it's like it 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 it, it tells you what it's going to do, and then it doesn't do it at the end. <laughs> and it's like, well, I why did you do that to me? But at the same time, I kind of like it. 
Uh, you know, so definitely see that one. Um, I, there's been so much this year. I mean, you know, between Firestarter, which was, feel free to edit this, something of a disappointment. <laughs> um, well, I uh, expected that, to be honest. Yeah, yeah I've heard Well, and again, I've got a 50-year, I, I, I've got a 50-year history with Stephen King, so I was really hoping for something better, and that movie was <laughs> not very good. Well, I feel um, like a lot of people will give it a chance, if only because of John Carpenter scoring the movie. Mm-hmm. Well, yes, yes, I think you're, I think you're probably right. Um, I'm not sure if anybody's seen Piggy. Anybody seen Piggy? Mm-hmm. Okay. You saw it? Yeah. I, I liked Piggy. <laughs> I, if, you know, for for being like a kind of a a Sundance, uh, you know, independent film festival circuit movie. Really pretty solid. Um, the end is something, something of a shock. Like, I'm not sure you'd necessarily see it coming. It because it jumps back and forth a whole bunch of times. Like you, like I think I know what's happening. Oh no, it's not. Okay, now I think I know what's happening. Nope, it's not. <laughs> so I mean, it was it 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 defied a lot of the a lot of the the prescripts and the genre stuff that like you think is supposed to happen. So that one was pretty fun. Um, I still black. I, it pisses me off that you've seen Black Phone and I haven't. Damn it! It was, yeah. It was, it was supposed to be a Monday, but like the, the week got away from me. But um, yeah. And then has anybody seen um, Crimes of the Future? Yep. No, I heard that's good, but I I haven't seen it. I heard it's uh, really good. This game we're not doing so well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we need to go on update. Well, and T is T is clearly fucking winning. So like, damn it. <laughs> All right. So I got I got out my game. Okay. Challenge accepted. Gauntlet thrown down. Sounds good. Right. You know what we're doing next week is uh, Alamo Theater, Alamo Draft House does Terror Tuesdays, and they're doing Return of the Living Dead in San Francisco. Oh, yeah. So we're going Fuck. to see... Uh, and this place is swank. So we're going to see Return of the Living Dead on the big screen for their Terror Tuesday next week. We got they will bring you dinner to your Oh, seat. yeah, booze, food. Yeah. By the time you leave there, drunk. Oh. Yes. It's one of my You've already... Reinforcements. <laughs> You spent like $100 at the end of a party. Oh, yeah. It's a $10 movie that you spend $100 with, like, the food and the drink. Mm -hmm. Of course. They're bringing PBRs to your seats. It's worth it. Oh, four or five years ago, my wife and I, um, there was a local theater, and it was a shithole. Just, I mean, for the record, it was just a shithole that was going to put uh, Return of the Living Dead on 35 millimeter. So, I mean, like, that was just, like, instant nipples hard. I have to go. (laughs) Uh Let's rock us. So we're standing we're standing in line after having dinner and having a couple of cocktails. So, you know, we're kind of already tuned up whenever else. And they come out and they're like, hey, our 75-year-old projector broke. Um, so we can't show it in 35 millimeter, but we will show it to you on Blu-ray. And it was like, okay, fine, whatever. I'm here. <laughs> I'm here. I'm already drunk. What the fuck? I, I, don't, I don't care. Yeah. Um, so we go inside this theater, and this theater doesn't even have, like, theater-style seats. It's a bunch of like lounge chairs and couches, mm-hmm. like I mean, things that people have clearly probably had sex on. Oh, yeah. like, it's just like the <laughs> nastiest furniture. So I was like, okay, so we sit down, and so before the movie starts, they have a, a local artist come out, and she replayed Trash's Strip Show, <gasps> like yes! scene by scene by Wait, scene, awesome. like all. Wait, did, did all the, the way? Did she use like yes. a, a screwdriver and like a like a, a drill to make the sparks to make sparks? Uh, there were no sparks, but I can tell you that I went to see a movie and I ended up seeing a woman completely naked in real yeah, life. Yeah, like, all <laughs> kinds that of. To me too. 
and it was the most awesome thing ever. It was like, this is totally, totally worth, uh, like 85 bucks that I paid for tickets to this movie. It was totally worth it. Like, okay. Yeah. Like, I went to a, it was a Halloween punk show in, in Oakland. This was years ago. And that, that was the exact same pre-show that was going on. This gorgeous girl, like, you know, doing that, uh, ooh, doing that, uh, <laughs> that strip. But she had like, uh, these like hardware tools, like they were kind of smallish because she was trying to make sparks and she was making sparks to go with, you know, and it was, uh, it was sexy. Oh, I, no, I was, I was. I was impressed. Let's just put it that way. I was definitely impressed. <laughs> but then we got to see it, and it was on Blu-ray, and I got some popcorn, so oh, I was happy. Very you know, nice. I just, I yeah. No, it was outstanding. Absolutely outstanding. All right, man. We're on the we're at the hour and thirty-five minute mark. Goodness. Yeah. <laughs> Joe's already like, hey, yeah, we're gonna have some dinner soon. But uh, absolutely. Yeah, well, uh, we should. John's coming right back, so we can't say goodbye without him. But uh, we can talk a little bit about what movie we're reviewing next. Absolutely. So next week, uh, we're kind of going back to our autophobia roots with a creature feature. We have the host release in 2006, directed by Bon uh, Joon Ho, who also did like Parasite and a few other pretty marquee Korean flicks. Uh, this is one I I saw fairly early on. I hadn't seen it in a long time. We rewatched it uh, after The Beach House last mm-hmm. night. And I forgot just how fucking good this movie is. Like, holy shit. Yeah. Which one? Host. Host. Yes. And there's so many really... movies named the same that it takes, it's so, it's so hard to like find information about it that doesn't mean you have to sift through a bunch of other crappy movies. Mm-hmm. I think there might be that is 100% one other one, true. It doesn't compare. And this movie, well, well, that's a, we'll save it for that for that review. Well, that's the hard part, though. You're right, Holly. Like, like finding the new horror movie called The Sparkly Gemini Dildo. It's like, I, okay, that's a new <laughs> horror movie, you know, but no one's ever going to reuse that, right? So, yeah, the... the <laughs> Oh, the newer stuff versus the older stuff. There is such well, there's such a void. There's such just like a like a like a washing of things, mm-hmm. and it's like you can't you can't find. I mean, even even things like you know anything titled this is Grindhouse Zombie talking now. Anything titled of the dead. Yeah. It's oh, like yeah. well, there's there's 750 yeah. possibilities. I, even I just, today, so it's like I was trying to look up the beyond. But Lucio Fulci's mm-hmm. The Beyond, which I used to have on DVD, I don't have it anymore. And I just was randomly thinking, I haven't watched a really dark, creepy Lucio Fulci in a long time. I'm just in the mood. I'm alone. Yeah. It's foggy yep. nice. But trying to research, find it, there was a thousand The Beyonds, Beyond, Beyond, Beyond. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. I mean, obviously, I'm going to have to put it in out of the director. But mm-hmm. uh, I could not find it. It's too weird and obscure, and I'd have to buy it again probably, but... Anyway, that was like just out along that note is, yeah, if you're fighting of yeah. the dead or the host, the parasite, the whatever, like all those certain names, alien, the word alien, you know, or, or yeah. the beach house. Oh, yeah, oh, the beach house. house. Exactly. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, there's four. There's four that will give it. Yep. Like 20 minutes yeah. we watched the world of the beach house. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's a sea creature and it's kind of creepy. Like I had to like tell her like basically like, the whole not movie that one. one, not that one, no, not that one. We Maybe that's why the reviews were so bad for this one. They were oh, watching yeah, the, we wrong watch the wrong movie. The wrong movie. Not 
that, but there there are four of the Bleach House movies made within a three year period. Damn. They all came out at yep. the same One of them's time. got Sandra Bullock in it. Right, like the teen love oh, story. Oh God! Remember, I was like, no, no, the coming of age no. on the beach. No. That's the one we watched for twenty minutes. You're like, I don't think that girl was that young. <laughs> or, or trying to find the that new movie X. Oh my like, God! Try finding. Oh movie shit! Yeah, X. that's a. It's like talk about shooting yep. yourself in the foot by naming your movie X. It's like really. <laughs> I get it. Really fits with the project, but Jesus. Yeah. I, I had an issue when X. I was looking to stream Mad Movie, which is kind of like The Cabin in the Woods if it was made as like a voyeuristic porno, essentially, is the only way to describe it. Because, uh, yeah, trying to find anything on that movie was also impossible with movie in the actual title. Yeah, <laughs> well, and that's where we are as streamers. It's like, it's a, it's a fucking gauntlet. We play. And <laughs> you're, you're running it no matter what you do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, and to Holly's point, you might get 20 minutes of something that you thought wasn't the movie that you were watching. Incidentally, are you guys hearing my upstairs neighbor? That's our angriest subscriber. Oh, wow. (laughs) The walls are so thin here in the ceiling that they were, like, stomping around when they're angry. (laughs) Oh, doing the mad stomp, yeah. Well, we've all done that, haven't we? Shut the fuck up, please. We're recording! We've all done that. Well, at least they're not showing us their cat's asshole, you know, so, you know. You know what? Not, I didn't mind that one bit. Just one time. <laughs> one time. God. That kitty had something to say, damn it. That was super cute. Mm-hmm. Pay attention yeah. to me. Thank you. It's like, Dad, why am I not on this? <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. If you follow if you follow either uh, Joe Blow or um, uh, the nightclub, you will hear mm-hmm. a lot of, oh, there's the cat's asshole. <laughs> yeah, because the cat just does that. <laughs> so, not my fault. Mm-hmm. It's my wife's cat. That's about. It's not even my damn cat. It's my wife's cat. <laughs> and just comes down here. I, I'm gonna fuck with you because I can. It's your so, cat now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it pretty much cat. is. Yeah. 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 They're like kids. You marry into yep. it. it. Just happens. Yep. Hell yeah. The cat was judging yep. you. Like, what are you doing down there? <laughs> Who are these people? Yeah. Who are these people? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look at my yeah. Why are you enjoy? <laughs> Why are you enjoying your life all by yourself? You don't get to do that. No. no, you have to suffer like the rest of us. Damn it! Yep, that's that cat. That's that cat. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, I think that will just about wrap it up for us here tonight on Handle with Scare. Uh, so, if you guys are looking to keep in contact with everything going on with the podcast, you can find all of our video content on YouTube at Handle with Scare Pod. You can follow us over on Twitter. You can find all of our watch party information as well as episode releases at Handle with Scare. And of course, you can contact us via email if you have any questions or film suggestions or phobia suggestions for that matter at handlewithscarepod at gmail.com. How about with that being said, it, this has been episode number 66 talking all about the beach house. Uh, I've been your host, Only Drug, joined by the full Motley crew here of. John, Morticia, Holly Hooch, and Zombie Grindhouse. And, of course, we'll see you back next week when we're talking all about uh, a more unconventional monster movie in The Host. We'll see you next week. <laughs>